0: Hey y'all, welcome to the I Am Cannabis Sativa podcast. I am your host, Cannabis Sativa. If you're currently a medical marijuana patient and would like to tell your story and be featured on the podcast, feel free to email me at am Sativa at gmail.com. I hope you guys are having a very good one. Um, so I wanted to talk about this story. It's a, it's a follow-up to one of our previous episodes. Um, so tomorrow, um, tomorrow, um, September eighteenth, um, is going to be a pretty day, pretty big day for the um, medical patients of the Granite State. They're going to find out whether or not their lawmakers are going to overturn the governor's veto of allowing home grow, as we talked about previously. Um, it passed, it passed in their house of reps, but it, it failed in their, or it, it didn't have enough, or it passed in their Senate, but there wasn't enough support because the governor being that he's, he's paid off by the cop unions and he's, he's for madness. Um, he, he, vetoed it and, um, he, he talked about how they'd be diversion or whatever. Um, the 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 blue lives matter crowd got to his head and told him we can't do that no 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 it's going to it's going to ruin the character of the state yada yada it's gonna it's gonna cause chaos even though um neighboring massachusetts and neighboring maine have um home grow and the sky has not fallen but um but yeah we're gonna see if if this is going to happen and my prediction is they probably won't overturn it. Uh, again, I'm I'm open to being wrong on this, but I I just don't I don't know if it'll happen, you know. And I I, I just don't. I mean, you have Democrats on on, on you have a skittish Democrats in their state that don't want to do it, you know. They don't like cannabis and don't want to vote to in favor of it. And I believe he did a name and shame about the ones who voted against it. And um, I mean. They they might do it, you know, because like we talked about on in the episode I think earlier this month, or 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 sometime last month, the um the a, a, a state a former rep, a former st- co- state congressperson, him and his wife had to leave the state because um, they didn't have access to home grow and. You know the products that they could buy from one of the four dispensaries because again, as we talked about the um they can't they aren't allowed to have um they aren't allowed to to home grow and they aren't allowed to visit more than one dispensary so if they if they found a deal that they liked um in um if they found a deal that they liked at one of the other dispensaries um somewhere else in the state you know they couldn't really price shop. And worst of all, they can't home grow, so you know they're stuck paying four hundred dollars per ounce at the at the one dispensary that they designate, and um if they home grow, they'll get in serious they'll get jail time in serious trouble because it's because um only only three quarters of an ounce is 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 uh decrim in the state, and you can only have medical cannabis purchased from the dispensaries you cannot home grow. So um so as usual um as you can see by the screen th- those are the pl- these are the places my podcast can be found um iTunes, Castbox, um Pocket Casts, Podbean, Radio Public, uh Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, iHeartRadio and other platforms like it. Without further ado, we're going to get to the story. Taking care of your own medical needs shouldn't be a crime. By, um, Donald Ted Wright. And this was the four, this was the previous congressperson we talked about where him and his wife, um, had to leave the state and move to Maine, which as you know about their craft cannabis scene, you can get, you can get plenty of sub $200 ounces and primo quality from, from, um, caregivers and small growers. You can get quality that holds up to what you can get in the Western states. But, um, you know, if I was in this guy's position with my wife being sick or whatever, I would have done the same thing. You know, if 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 the state you grew up in is not delivering your medical needs to live a life of, of of liberty and to be able to 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 treat your wife's condition or treat your loved one's condition, you have every right to leave the gosh darn state. And I don't blame the guy. I, I do the same thing, too. You know, this. Uh, hopefully New Hampshire gets rid of its tyranny and lives up to its name of live free or die. But we'll see. We'll see. Taking care of your own medical needs shouldn't be a crime. Posted to Politics September 16, 2019 by Donald Ted Wright. If a person you love is struggling with a serious medical condition, and it becomes clear that modern medicine does not have all the answers, You might find you will do anything you can, even break the law if necessary, to alleviate that person's suffering. Again, um, check out the first episode of this podcast. I know the audio ain't the best. I know the audio is sort of bad, but um, I mean, I talked about the pain I went through with my insomnia. I went through insomnia for four years of my life. It took four years of my life. You know, I was just a zombie from 2012 to 2016 and you know I, I tried kratom i tried um prescription sleep aids i tried over the counter sleep aids if if some in target if I, I tried some that i got from target if those didn't work i'd, I'd go to cvs and then if those didn't work i'd, I'd drive over to, to walgreens try those sleep aids and um it, w- it was just roulette until i i I caved in in 2016 and and tried cannabis again so i mean i i mean i i don't quite have cancer or anything like this person excuse me like this person's wife had but um insomnia was pretty crippling in its own right and i was pretty desperate um i was pretty desperate towards the end in 2016 and i'm glad I, i tried cannabis is it is it as affordable as it should be in, in this neck of the woods? No. Um we don't we don't have it quite as bad as the granite state granted, but um p- no pun intended. Um but it's it's still pretty bad. We still pay three hundred and some per ounce, it's still fifteen per gram. You know, at least at least there's home grow, at least um I I have I have um hookups that occasionally gift me cannabis, but let's continue. I was very familiar with this subject because my wife Cindy was diagnosed with stage 4 breast cancer 25 years ago and our lives certainly haven't been the same since. The prognosis was very bleak, but we were lucky to be selected for a clinical trial that showed promise. Fortunately, the treatments made Cindy very nauseous and robbed her of her ability to eat. At the time, therapeutic cannabis was not yet legal in New Hampshire, but a nurse suggested we try to find some anyway. If Cindy couldn't maintain a healthy weight, she wouldn't have been able to continue her treatments. So we broke the law and found some cannabis, and I'm pleased to report that it works wonders. It was this experience that led to me to become an advocate for the therapeutic cannabis of New Hampshire in 2012, a bill passed our House and Senate that would have allowed qualified patients and caregivers like me to grow limited amounts of cannabis. Sadly, the bill was vetoed by then Gov- Governor John Lynch, and there was not enough support to override the veto. So it's like, it's like, it seems like there's a, like there's a history of electing reefer madness Dems and Republicans. It's a, reefer madness is a bipartisan sport in New Hampshire, it seems. Let's continue. Later later that year I decided to run for the house and was elected November along with a new governor Maggie Hassan who who was promised to support medical cannabis. As a as a freshman representative in 2013, I was honored to serve as a co-sponsor of HB 573 which passed the house with an overwhelming 286 to 64 vote. Again, um like I've mentioned in previous episodes, their house is not really a, um, is not really a barrier to cannabis reform. Their house passes, um, cannabis bills by large margins pretty, pretty frequently. You know, whether it's perhaps G-Crim or whether it's, um, full adult use. They, they passed full adult use in 2014, but then Governor Hassan rejected that stuff. Cause again, reefer banness is a bipartisan sport in this state. But let's continue. I was honored to serve as co-sponsor of HB 573, which passed the House by an overwhelming 286-64 to 64 vote and proceeded to the Senate with strong momentum. A few weeks after the bill passed the House, I was joined by several other patients and advocates for a meeting in the governor's office. One after the other, we thanked the governor for her support and explained to her that the home cultivation piece of the HB 573 was Especially important to those of us who cannot afford to wait for dispensaries to get up and running, and we expressed our fear that cannabis from dispensaries would not be affordable. Governor Hessen appeared to listen, but she later informed senators that she would veto the bill if the home cultivation provision remained. And even though the Senate had allowed, had voted to allow home cultivation in the previous year, her veto Threat proved to be insurmountable. The Senate had little choice but to amend 573 to a very restrictive bill that would maintain felony penalties against home cannabis cultivation. More than two years later, Patients were still waiting for legal protections. In late 2015, a terminally ill cancer patient sued the state and forced it to issue the first ID card, and the delays didn't stop there. A legislative performance audit recently found that the program has been failing to issue ID cards in a timely fashion, as required by law since its inception. After the dispensaries finally opened, Cindy and I were dismayed to find the costs were nearly double that we can find on the street. At $425 an ounce. That's a yikes for me, dog. <laughs> Maintaining a consistent supply would be like adding the equivalent of a new car payment to our budget. Exactly. Bingo. He, this guy nails it. That's what that's, that's what medical cannabis in a lot of states is. It's like... Like if you calculate like I, I like I had a I had a phase where um, when I first got my card like two years ago, I was getting I was buying carts because I, I wanted to sort of take a break from flour and I wanted a more discreet method. And the cards at the time I was buying were about 50, dollars $50 or 50 to $60. And I would go through one a week because that's just how my body sort of processes cannabis. I one, one half half gram cart per week. And you do the math. That's a car payment. That's if it's for sixty a pop. You do the math. Sixty times four. That's two hundred and forty dollars. That's a car payment. I've had car payments that 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 have been that, that have been exactly that or around that. So he's com- completely right. It's, it it breaks your budget and it can, it 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 can put a lot of strain on you financially and. and you know, that's not good, you know, that breaks that breaks your budget when you have other bills that need to get paid. I tried sponsoring the legislation that would add home cultivation to the law and the House voted overwhelmingly in favor of the bills in 2014, 2016, but they were killed by the Senate. Again, their Senate is always a barrier to, to, to cannabis reform in the state. There's the Senate and the and, and reefer man governors are, are barriers to reform in cannabis. Uh, you know, as soon as soon as the state gets rid of that and stops listening to cops, u- cop unions and stops bootlicking to the cops all the time, they'll get they'll get cannabis reform. They, they're capable of doing it, but it's, it's a matter of if they want to do it. But, um, you know, if if the voters if the voters get through it, reefer madness, they can they can get rid of it. It's, it, it's doable. I tried sponsoring legislation that would add home cultivation to the law and the House voted overwhelmingly in favor of bills in 2014 and 2016, but they were killed by the Senate. Although we love New Hampshire, this summer we moved to Maine in order to drastically reduce our monthly expenses. Good move. Ironically, we had no choice but to leave the live-free-or-die state in order to take care of our own medical needs without fear of arrest and prosecution. And we aren't the only ones that felt compelled to do so. Far from it. My former colleagues in the legislature will have another opportunity to do the right thing for patients when they vote on HB 364, a bipartisan bill that would allow limited home cultivation. Governor Sununu vetoed the bill in July, and the House is scheduled to vote on the veto override Wednesday, September 18th. It is not possible to turn back the clock and help patients who have suffered needlessly during the early years of this inadequate program, but passing HB 364 into law would certainly help patients who are struggling in the here and now. As a former legislator legislature who has spoken to countless patients who, would ben- who could benefit from HB 364, I sincerely hope that this will be the year that the legislature finally lives up to its motto on this important issue. End of article by Donald Ted Wright, who was a former House of Rep, or no, he was former state representative, and he had to, he had to leave to vacation land to um, get accessible cannabis. I mean, I'm not gonna lie. It it, seems, it 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 comes. It's tempting to me here in Massachusetts. I mean, you know my critiques of Massachusetts medical program. You know, we're not as t- we're ironically not as tyrannical as um, New Hampshire's program, where you don't even you don't even have the right to home grow, and you can only designate one dispensary. You know, on, on new on our on our worst day in Massachusetts, we're we're worlds better than than Vermont or or New Hampshire that only let you go to one dispensary or only let you designate one dispensary and charge a boatload of money to get cannabis. But at least in Vermont, you got home grow, but in New Hampshire, you don't. But hopefully that changes. But um, but even in our worst day, we're, we're, you know, I, I'm not tethered to one dispensary in Massachusetts. I mean, I, I've talked about how I, I have to often price shop in, in the state, but at least I have that privilege and at least i have the privilege to accept um gifted home grown cannabis because we have adult use and medical is 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 um allowed to be home grown although i don't have the housing situation to home grow um i i can get um i can get donations from others because it is legal to do so but hopefully new hampshire um writes the wrong and and makes home home cultivation for patients legal and um Hopefully I'll be eating my words and thinking that they won't they won't overcome they won't overcome this or override it. But, you know, we'll see. But um, again, that's um, I, I really hope you guys got a lot out of this. If you find yourself coming around often to my podcast and want to support and expand our humble little project, there are a few ways you can support us. We plan on doing Big and humble little things with our projects, such as getting to trade shows, visiting other MMJ and recreational states, and doing on-field work. Supporting us helps us keep the lights on, pay rent, pay for hosting, and equipment, and travel. And you can do this by going to fm slash I Am Cannabis podcast slash support. You can also support me now on patreon at wwwpatreoncom Sativa podcasts. You can support the podcast for as little as one dollar a month. We also have five dollar and ten dollar tiers if you're feeling extra generous and those come with their own benefits too. And um, if you subscribe to the, the 10 and above tier, you, you get some personal time if you're over 21 with Mr. Sativa. So, uh, you know, you can chat with me on Discord. You know, we can have 15-minute one-on-one time. So you get, you get exclusive episodes. You get early releases when you join these tiers. And you can also subscribe and find our podcasts Spotify, iTunes, Anchor FM, Overcast, Radio Republic, TuneIn Radio, Stitcher, and iHeartRadio. Follow us on socials at um on, on Twitter, for example, at IC Sativa Podcast and on Instagram at I am Canvas Sativa. And as always, stay medicated, my friends. Peace.